Hello, my name is Jillian Coleman and I am your host for Tinker Talks, a new podcast that touches on all things Tinker. So today we met with 72nd Medical Group Commander Colonel Jennifer Trinkle to discuss the substantive changes affecting all TRICARE participants. So we know that this is a really big, all-encompassing um, change that affects all of our dependents, retirees, airmen. Um, before we get into the nitty-gritty of all of that, can you give us a, a little bit of a background on who you are and, and what your job is here? Okay. Um, I, uh, I grew up in upstate New York. Um, I actually put myself through nursing school and ended up becoming a open-heart critical care ICU nurse uh, at a hospital in upstate Pennsylvania. Um, that's where I actually met my husband, um, and he was the EMS helicopter pilot at the time, so he would bring patients into the ICU. That's kind of how we met. Okay. And I actually worked uh, in this uh, hospital for about two years. Um, and of course, you know, everything is, is not what it seems or what you look like. And my husband, who's a former Army pilot, thought I needed some some different choices in my life, okay. or different <laughs> options, I should say. <laughs> so uh, one day he uh, said he was bringing home a uh, fellow military member that he knew uh, for dinner, and um, so I came home that night, walked into my front door, and there was a guy sitting in blue with stripes on his shirt, sitting on my couch. I said, hey, I'm Jennifer Trinkle, and he goes, I'm Randy Smith, and I'm your Air Force recruiter. And needless to say, <laughs> After a lot of discussion and going back and forth, we decided that we would try going into the military. Uh, and that was back in November of 1994, I believe. So first base of assignment was uh, Lackland Air Force Base. Okay. They had actually asked my recruiter um, to give me a uh, smaller ICU because I was working in a 36-bed open-heart cardiothoracic ICU. And to his credit, he did give me a smaller ICU because the cardiothoracic ICU at, at Wilford Hall at the time was only seven beds, but he negated to tell me they were like eight to nine ICUs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I ended up not uh, going to the cardiothoracic ICU. I ended up going to the trauma ICU, but it was a good thing um, because at that time um, we were just coming up with the concept of putting in neurotransfers. So I was able to be one of the first to put in neurotransfers. Oh, cool. Yeah. Have you kind of bounced around to a lot of different bases, or have you been stationed, you know, overseas or anything like that? Or, well, it, it, it's funny you mention that. It seems like I bounced all over <laughs> the place. Um, I came in as a critical care nurse, uh, then became a flight nurse as well, okay. and then a current nurse. Um, so my assignments have been all over the place. Uh, I have had numerous bases: Conus, I've been to Travis, Moody, uh, Robin been overseas to both Ramstein, Dakota, Okinawa, uh, and it just seems that I keep rotating between the ICU, uh, command now, uh, and then kind of like other jobs mm -hmm. um, in my Air Force career. So, I mean, I've had a fantastic career. I wouldn't change a minute. Amazing. So, you've been at Tinker for, what, five months now? Did you come in June? Is that right? Five months, yes. So, tell us a little bit about your role here as the Med Group Commander. Well, as the medical group commander uh, here for this facility, it is kind of the same uh, as being a CEO in a hospital that has 
Um, it's dealing a lot with the, the different mail comms, the different entities, our headquarters. We're sharing policies uh, being delivered um, at the lowest possible level. Uh, and guiding and mentoring uh, four squadron commanders uh, to ensure that uh, we deliver trusted care to our clients. Mm -hmm. Quite the task. <laughs> it but can be some days. Yeah. Um, but, you know, big challenges like that that you're familiar with, all of this changes within TRICARE. You could say that's kind of like a Goliath in itself. So it could be intimidating, but you don't want that to be the message that is portrayed to everybody. So what are some of the big things that you can sum up for people to kind of put it in an easy-to-understand format? Well, I think the easiest way to put it, um, with Defense Health Agency coming in, is that they're going to start running the business practices. You know, we take care of a variety of patient care. We cover fire, evacuees, emergency duties, transport. And notice I don't say Air Force Defense mm -hmm. or Air Force Operations. Mm -hmm. We take care of everybody, Navy, Army, Marines, anybody that walks through our front door that is as eligible. Mm -hmm. And so if you think about it, care should be the same here as it is at a Army hospital or an Army clinic or a Navy clinic. Um, and really, that's what this is about. It's about delivering trusted care and the best care that we can to all of our beneficiaries. So with Defense Health Agency coming in, what they're doing is they're going to assume the administrative oversight um, of the business practices, uh, which is a good thing, actually. Um, you know, when we go to war, uh, all of us um, into theater, we all have to take care of our patients together. Mm -hmm. They're unified. Um, that's what really saves patients. So it's no different back here. So what we really needed to do was to, one, get our budget under control because, you know, we're about 10% of the Department of Defense budget, all of the medical uh, entities together. Mm -hmm. um, and to do that, we need to do the same thing everywhere. When you do that, you cut costs. Um, now, a lot of people may say, well, you know, what's going to happen to me? You know, how is this going to affect me? It's not. You're still going to get the same care. You're still going to come to our pharmacy and get your meds. Mm -hmm. You're still going to get x-rays and labs. We're still going to take care of patients in your clinic. We're just going to do a few things different in how we deliver that care. For instance, uh, one of the new things that DHO has rolled out is um, not having a clinic closed any more than 72 hours. So for the vast majority of our holiday season, um, when we have family days here on Tampa Air Force Base, we're actually going to run an urgent care in our clinic. Oh, that's nice. So they won't have to go down to the local urgent care. Mm -hmm. They can come here. Um, but it will only be for urgent care. Okay. We won't be open for everything else. But these are some of the initiatives that we are doing to ensure we're taking care of our patients. Mm -hmm. um, there's some other things that are coming down the line as well. And, of course, uh, the biggest one, I guess, that's out there right now is the Fed Bill. Yes. You know, the Federal yes. Eye Vision uh, Dental Plan mm -hmm. that is coming out. So part of that was to standardize, one, for cost. Um, but, two, this gives our patients better options their health care. Uh, one of the big things I think we need to remember is that when we are looking at these plans and this, this process, um, 
you really have to understand the health care that you need from your family. So you really do have to, what they call, take command of your health care mm-hmm. uh, and educate yourself. Um, one of the big things uh, that you can do right now is use the um, benefits uh, website that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that actually is, uh, it's tricare.benefeds.com. Uh, and if you go there uh, and sign into that website, it will kind of walk you through some of the plans that are out there both for eye and dental. Um, unfortunately, uh, this is on the member to actually go and do this. Right. You've got to do a little research uh, and especially, you know, figure out what's best for your family. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. When is all of this really kicking off? I mean, you always hear about open season and that kind of being the only eligible time that you can make these changes unless you have a qualifying life event. So you talk about these federal um, vision and dental plans, but you can't change that any time throughout the year. You only have a certain amount of time to do it. So um, from the 12th of November of this year to the 10th of December of this year, the open season will begin. Okay. And that is where you go out to tricare.benefits.com and actually sign in there, you will actually be able to purchase a plan okay. or, you know, sign up for a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very important that we educate um, folks about what this requires, especially for our retiree population, uh, which is going to be affected the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our retirees, it's going to be both the vision and the dental. Um, and they really need to understand their health care particular of how much they need especially with the dental plan right um, you know some person or one person or patient might only need annual cleaning because they have really great teeth mm-hmm. uh, the next person might need a lot of crowns so you're gonna want a more robust plan right um, the vision plans uh, are also for the retirees but they do pertain to our dependents uh, active duty dependents so they can choose to go and sign up for a vision plan. They don't have to. Um, they might not want to. They may have really good eyes and mm-hmm. not need it this year. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't no need to sign up. But sure. if you have a big family and lots of kids that wear glasses, it might be a benefit. So it's open to the public. Okay. And so you have all of these plans to choose from, whether it's just choosing for yourself, whether it's choosing for you and a dependent, if it's a family that you're going for. So that could be pretty overwhelming. And do you have options in terms of, like, there's the federal side that you can look at it or the tinker side that things are being done here? I know you guys have done town halls here. I mean, there's been different um, resources available to those people on base so they don't have to rely on um, all of the federal websites or hotlines or things like that where they can, you know, look at frequently asked questions. They can get all of that right here at Tinker. That's correct. Um, actually, we've done two TRICARE town halls now um, with an emphasis on the federal eye and vision and or dental plans. Um, so we had a lot of great questions come out of that. And actually, we taped those, and those actually can be accessed uh, at our website uh, if you go to afms-tinker-72ndmedicalgroup. Uh, you can actually view those videos. They're still available for you to view. Uh, and one of the other things that came out of these two TRICARE town halls is there was a lot of people that had concern, um, our older retiree population, who are not as computer savvy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so what we did is we actually got together with some of the spouses, and they wanted to launch a uh, volunteer kind of work group or helping group for folks that may not be so computer savvy. Okay. Um, so in uh, November and December, there's a couple of dates that they are actually going to open up kind of like a work center over at the Burger King here on base in the Wi-Fi lounge, set up some computers and actually help folks walk through that process. Okay. Um, the I have the dates. They're Tuesday the 13th from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., Wednesday the 14th of November from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., Tuesday the 27th of November from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., um, 29th of November, 5 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., uh, the 4th of December from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., uh, the 6th of December from 5 p.m. to 7.30 p.m., uh, the 8th of December, which is 10.30 a.m. to 2 p.m., and uh, Monday the 10th of December from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. That sounds like it would really be an important tool for so many people that maybe aren't super technologically savvy, but also they may just have questions. So is this a place where they could get those questions answered? Is it going to be um, TRICARE or medical group volunteers, or is it just any kind of volunteer that's helping them more from a technological standpoint and helping them kind of go through web navigation rather than questions and answers for TRICARE specifically? Well, it, it won't be members from the medical group. Okay. Um, as members of the medical group, we cannot um, support one plan or another. Sure. So to ensure that my uh, airmen are taken care of, uh, we did not have any of the medical group people volunteer. This is all being done by spouses and retirees okay. uh, who are volunteering their time to come to um, this uh, work area mm -hmm. to kind of help people out. Um, Frank Trinkle, my husband, was the one that actually launched this idea, um, and he has been diving into uh, the website, learning all he can. He's been calling a lot of the companies. He's been calling TRICARE, getting a lot of the answers to a lot of people's questions. Mm -hmm. um, and he felt very passionate about ensuring that we were taking care of the folks who had this very sick folks. So we set it up. We worked it through ACES, and we are hoping that we get a good turnout. I would imagine so. I mean, and I think it speaks just to the testament of the people here that are really trying to make sure that everyone gets that quality care, that no one goes. Because um, some people may just not even know that the changes are so significant or, you know, and so it's like everyone is, is maintaining that wingman um, idea that you've got to look out for one another and that goes all the way to healthcare. So that's really important. Um, we've kind of talked about some of the places where you can access this information. So you've given the sites for um, Air Force Medical Service and the 72nd Med Group Facebook page. Um, but do those places have like a, a one-stop shop kind of document? Um, I imagine you'll post the, the times for the Burger King on that as well. But can everyone get all of their information, whether it's through links or FAQs, they can all access that on those sites, correct? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. What else would you tell people that have questions? Um, when um, the open season launches, um, there is supposed to also be a 1-800 number that you should be able to call. Um, so feel free to call that number when it shows up on the website. 
Um, but, you know, definitely come out to the working group uh, at the Burger King, ask questions. Um, we won't probably have another Crossroads Town Hall mm -hmm. until February. Um, but you can always come into the information desk here and our TRICARE uh, folks in their offices are more than happy to answer any questions that you have. That's awesome. So it sounds like town halls are becoming a big thing just under the, the med group, under your guidance, um, which seems to be a, a helpful resource for everybody. Is that important to you to get all of that feedback to really know how to go forward? Well, from starting here um, on day one, my biggest thing has been communication. Mm -hmm. um, communication and education of our patients and our staff. Um, this was just a natural development in that communication link. Um, there are so many different generations we have uh, that service our medical group from uh, patients that are literally 90 years old uh, to our even our youngest, you know, with our newborns. And each of these different generations accesses communication and information in a very different way. Um, you know, a lot of our young folks are very techno savvy and, you know, are very um, instant information on social media pages. Mm -hmm. Where our older retirees, you know, they rely more on, you know, what they call snail mail um, or having the old-time TRICARE town halls where they come and they socialize and they talk. Um, so we want to make sure that we hit every generation uh, with the information that's coming out because healthcare is a very important asset for any anybody. Absolutely. Um, so we want to make sure that we are delivering trusted care. Mm -hmm. And to do that is to deliver good information and to communicate mm -hmm. with our patients whatever way right. they feel comfortable with. And so. being in public affairs, we totally experience the same thing. You know, you have all kinds of ranges of audiences and you want to target them in whichever way they best um, receive that information or understand it. So I applaud you for doing all of, all of those different things. Um, and you've really kind of condensed a huge topic into pretty concise information and you've taken out all of the medical jargon and insurance jargon that people can kind of get overwhelmed with. Um, so we appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us. Um, is there anything else you would like to add before we, we close out? No, I just I want to thank all of um, the healthcare providers and people at the Med Group for being so supportive of all these initiatives and really embracing it to take care of our patients. Uh, we look forward to uh, talking more in future town halls uh, and through social media with mm -hmm. our patient population. Well, thank you. Um, thank you all for tuning in. What do you want to know? What, what do you want to talk about? Who do you want to hear from? We want to hear what you think. So find us on social media. Follow us on the web at Tinker Air Force Base.